Let's talk about dogs. Everyone loves dogs. Do you like dogs? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's talk about dog bites. Talk about dog bites. Okay. So, so let me give you a scenario. Okay. I'm going to go right into it. Scenario one, I'm walking down the street and Cujo like, comes out of nowhere and bites me in the arm. Like, who do you sue? So we're always looking at the owner of the dog. Dog bite under New York state law is a strict liability claim as long as the owner knew or should have known that the dog had a vicious propensity. And okay. the easiest way to show a vicious propensity is has the dog bitten somebody in the past? And I think probably 80% of our cases that we have dog bite cases, the dog has bit somebody in the past. And then other cases, it hasn't, but we try to show that the dog or the dog owner knew the dog was vicious because of other things that they did. Um, aggressively barking, growling, jumping on people, um, the way the dog has acted towards other dogs in the past. Okay. And So what if it's like a loose, even if it's a loose dog, it doesn't matter whether it was like leashed or unleashed, they like well, have the, the same situation? Yeah, the, the, there's some question about if a dog is unleashed and they're not following a rule, does that, you know, there's leash laws, we have leash laws, that's certainly relevant um, to the consideration, but by and large, what we're trying to see is, was the dog uh, vicious prior to this bite? And there, there's also some law that shows the way the dog acted, the, the viciousness of the bite can be used to show that the dog was actually vicious before the bite, which doesn't make 100% sense, but that's what the law is. Okay, so if you're the first one to get bit by the dog, is it, it's just harder to prove. It's harder to prove, and we take those cases, and they are more challenging. They're fought more aggressively by the insurance companies, and uh, sometimes the judges don't agree with them, but we try to show what we can, especially if it's a, a horrible attack. Um, yeah, can that, you give me a, an example of a case that we've done uh, with uh, uh, with the, where the dog's bit. So we have a case right now that we're, we're trying to settle where the dog has bit three kids in a neighborhood. And, and our client is the third child this dog has bitten. Wow. And uh, we're working on the discovery in that case. And we have the text messages between the parents, um, next door neighbors to say, you know, I'm really sorry. Mm -hmm. This dog's bit two other kids. So that's a great example of a dog they know had a vicious propensity and maybe it wasn't aggressive towards the family members, but they were trying to watch the dog and the dog keeps getting away and biting kids in the neighborhood, then not okay. Okay. Um, another case that we uh, resolved in the past was a, a boy who was at his friend's house and uh, got attacked by a pit bull, got bit in the head, a uh, really, really horrible attack on a child. Um, and the dog had never bitten anyone in the past. It was like a five-year-old, mm -hmm. uh, five-year-old dog. And and this was uh, to the face, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, face and head, and a mm -hmm. uh, horrible attack. And the dog had never bit anyone in the past. And we uh, tried to show that the dog. So we showed that the dog had been locked up when other people had come over. That there had been comments made that the dogs were crazy, and uh, the dog had been aggressive, went on walks, and tried to um, go after other dogs in right. a park and, and things like that. And that's what we used to show that the, the owner should have known the dog was aggressive. Yeah, or maybe it's just a good idea to keep your dogs away from people that they don't know. Just yeah. like being 
proactive. Right. Uh, the other issue that we come across a lot in dog bite cases is the insurance. So we bring a claim against a homeowner who owns a dog, and typically we're making a claim against an insurance policy. Well, some insurance policies don't cover dog bites. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, so then what? So then we're in a, a more difficult position. Uh, we just did a case where the person didn't have insurance and uh, it was the person, it was actually a UPS driver and the same dog had bit about four UPS drivers. And uh, oh. so we filed the loss. Luckily that UPS driver wasn't too badly injured. He had yeah. been bit on the leg and I think we I think we just resolved the case or maybe. Um, I feel uh, like you don't want to be known as the house that the you can't get your deliveries to. That's oh yeah, well they had they had really clear documentation <laughs> of, of, you know, every UPS yeah. driver knew that the dog had bit three in the past, and it, was, it wasn't the biggest dog, and it would bite the UPS driver's legs. It eventually, yeah. you know, they got to do their job. They got to deliver the packages. Right. And, uh, like toss them uh, out the window yeah. <laughs> and drive so, by. Uh, so that was, uh, that was actually a, a guy who owned a farm down in Yates County, mm -hmm. and he, I think, felt bad and, and hired a lawyer, and he settled without insurance. He just paid, oh, uh, he paid our UPS driver. I think he paid him $12,000 yeah. uh, for the or the laceration to the back of his leg. And I think like some people don't realize like, oh, like you just got bit by your dog. Like it's fine, it'll heal. But it, that's not always true because I didn't think about the nerves too. Like some people get nerve damage from these bites depending on how extensive they are. And I would say at least half of our dog bite cases involve pit bulls, very strong, very athletic dogs with tremendous bite strength and, right. and uh, can be really bone, literally bone crushing injuries, right. nerve damage. Um, and the other thing that we see a lot of in dog bite cases is an infection. Um, so dogs don't brush their teeth, right. their, yeah. <laughs> their saliva, and it's puncture wounds. So a dog bite, you know, they have these big canine incisors, yeah. they puncture down into the meat and all that bacteria gets in there. Um, and it seems like about half of our cases where it's a dog bite and then the, yeah. the I mean, real not, injury is the infection that comes yeah, a week later, two weeks later, and can be really horrible. Really bad. Yeah. I know. I, am, I feel bad, though, that you, we, like, blame the dog, kind of, like, the type of dog. Like, they get a bad rap, like pit bulls. Even though pit bulls can be nice dogs, they have this locked jaw, though, that, like, their jaw will lock in, and it's hard for them to unleash it. So, like, if you get bit by one, it can be potentially really significant. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. I, I think all dogs bite, but if a chihuahua bites somebody, it doesn't have the same life-changing effect on the seven or eight-year-old right. kid. Uh, you know, yeah. Just the, the physical strength. Yeah. There are, is it true that some homeowners insurance, com like the companies won't um, cover specific types of dogs like pit bulls or... German Shepherds, and even, like, I grew up with the Nikita, and Nikitas, I think, have been on that list. Yeah. So yeah, if you a, get bit by someone and it's not covered, then, yeah, like, is it, you just sue them personally? Yeah, and that's a So then the question is, does the person who owns the dog have any assets? So we don't want to put, especially a kid, through an entire, a, a lot of dogs, dog bites are very common, at least for us, the people who get bit are oftentimes children. Mm -hmm. And do you want to put a kid through a two or three year litigation process if the person doesn't have the ability to pay in the end? Um, right. Like we're looking for the ability to recover in, in you have to have, we're looking for three things really in any civil case or injury case. Uh, 
is there an injury? Did somebody else unlawfully or inappropriately cause that injury? And is there the ability to recover? Okay. Uh, so you get in dog bite cases, sometimes that ability to recover becomes a question. But the example that I give to people is if I walk outside and, and a mentally ill person on the street punches me in the face, well, they're wrong and I'm hurt. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have the ability to recover from that person. So am I right. going to bring a lawsuit against that, that person on the street? Probably not because mm -hmm. we're not going to ever get anything for it. Yeah. What if you were in a public park, just kidding. <laughs> like a oh. like a city-owned park, and that? No, I don't kidding. think it exactly uh, changes the analysis. And I get what you're saying. All right.